0: Stand with me, Sid, and stand with WABC as we honor those who protect and serve. ThinBlueLineUSA.com. Once again, use the code word SID. This is Sid and Friends in the Morning. 77 WABC. time had a really good time. He actually tested me back. What a great interview. Always enjoy it. I like sitting friends. Good, straightforward show title. Pete Morgan loved it. So did my wife and so did I. That brings us to our next guest. Big time famed defense attorney. He's on this show often these days because there's always something going on. And lately it's been Trump indictments. So here he is, back for a second straight day. The great author Idala. Good Friday morning, author. How are you, buddy?
1: So I, I just need to tell you what happened this morning. So I get up at five forty-five. I'm reading all the Trump stuff as I did before I went to sleep, and then it's it's six oh eight. I I turn you on. Yeah. And I hear you going, "Well, I'm gonna cry now." And I'm <laughs> like, I'm like, this guy is crying over the Trump. I'm like, he he is really. Swallowed the Kool-Aid, man. He is—he's yeah. giving me a hard time about, about uh, complaining about it was orange outside. I couldn't breathe, and yeah. he cried because Donald Trump got mad at yeah. like,
0: this guy. That's good. funny. But yeah, no, that's not, that the not the case. Yeah, no. I know.
1: May your father rest in peace. Thank and, you. Uh, Thank you. He did, he did good. <laughs> was, you know, making a nice young man there. And Thank I hope you. Your move went well. Uh, back into well, we're uh, not done
0: tomorrow. yet. Uh, it's, it's a two-day move. Day one was yesterday. Day two is tomorrow. My little boy, Gabriel, graduates eighth grade. He's going into high school, I can't believe it, on Wednesday. And I'm hoping after graduation on Wednesday, maybe to make the full move back to uh, Queens. We'll see. But we're getting there. We're getting very, very close. And as Arthur pointed oh, out, luck. thank That's you. It's always stressful, man. It is not easy. Uh, today is my father's birthday. I was uh, uh, teary-eyed over that. But I'm not crying about the Trump indictment. But if you heard me just moments ago with Chuck Todd, I laid it out. Uh, what I think has been this concerted effort now by this, uh, the left and uh, the progressive left to destroy Donald Trump. And it's one thing when, you know, they impeach him or they make up these hoaxes, but when you start to weaponize the DOJ, when you've got, you know, cities uh, like New York with Bragg and James and now Merrick Garland at a federal level that wake up every single day looking for a way to end Trump's political career, whether they got him or not in this case, there are 45 presidents. They've all done the same thing. If this is not a concerted effort to destroy Donald Trump, I don't know what is, Arthur.
1: Well, look, obviously there's a there's a piling on aspect. But what Chuck Todd was saying, you know, like – and by the way, that was, that was a great interview, especially, Thank like, you. why he left. I love the part about him talking about losing his two friends. It was yeah. very human. Thank you. Um, but, um, you know, here's the problem, Sid. He causes his own problems. In other words – all, when they call him up and say, uh, excuse me, Mr. President Trump, we think you took some stuff from the White House that you weren't supposed to take, and could,
0: could you just give it back to us? If he just gave it back to us. But them. can we stop? Can we stop? That's fine. Let's start with the genesis right there. When they call him up, and I don't know the answer to this, and maybe I am just uh, two in the bag for Trump. Did they call Biden after the 1,800 boxes? Did they call Obama. They yeah, okay. they did, but okay. they did.
1: And and he opened
0: the garage and said, Here, go look at the Corvette. Look at the trunk. Look under the hood. What about the it's office in what about the office in Chinatown where Biden has hundreds of boxes they never went? Well, you know, but you okay, but we can't blame Biden for
1: that. What you have to understand is they're not going after Trump for taking this stuff. You know, it's it's not like shoplifting, right? You you get in trouble for shoplifting, for taking it out of the store, not for not returning it when they asked you to return it. Here it's a little uh, illogical. He's not in trouble for taking it. He's getting in trouble for when, when they asked him for it back, he basically said, F you. And, and, he, and, he, and he, I believe if you read everything, because as Chuck said, we haven't read the indictment, but if you believe what's coming out is, you know, then he allegedly they're going to come out with cru- uh, charges that he was like telling people. Well, don't tell them this, like, don't cooperate with the investigation. Hide this, hide that. You know, there's stuff in his safe that, that I think that he said wasn't there, um, that was there. So it's really, look, you, you know the old school expression, the cover-up is worse than the crime? Yeah. It seems like that may be the case here. Had he just said, oh, really? I wasn't allowed to take that? Oops, sorry. Okay, here, come take it back. I didn't know that. It, you know, it, it, it seems like it's that simple but he didn't and he kept top dancing around and the 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 thing is this look if you want to be a little nefarious like oh like why did he want this stuff like why in other words what what was so important about it what of the thousands of documents he signed and he saw why this stuff was it just for nostalgic i, I want to give it to my grandkids or was there an an underlying motive we don't know but you you got to and they don't have to prove motive but as a human being, that's kind of a question, like, of everything in the White House. Like, why did he take these
0: particular yeah, boxes? It's a good like, question. That's what people going to want to know? Bill O'Reilly kind of asked that with me yesterday, and I don't have an answer for him other than he's Trump. He likes to have important stuff with him, and he's the man, and I'm the man, and I can do it. I mean, obviously, going on CNN with Caitlin Collins and really doubling down on that, probably even further the quickness of this uh, indictment. Now, I did see the seven charges... Of course, uh, if he's guilty on all of them, it could amount to 75 years in prison. I read all seven charges. I'm not an attorney. Some looked ridiculous. Some I said maybe. What did you think of those seven well, charges? It's gonna, it, okay, so some of them with the conspiracy
1: to obstruct justice is going to depend what other people said, what other people testified to um, in the grand jury. And just so you understand, unlike a state grand jury, those human beings themselves don't actually have to testify in the grand jury. They can just tell something to an FBI agent, and then the FBI agent testifies in the grand and jury. And I think they
0: got some of that stuff already from a guy, another backstabber for his uh, former chief of staff, Mark Meadows. Yeah, I mean, look, what, Sid, when you call these guys backstabbers,
1: if God forbid, you know, you get hit with a subpoena, it's look, you either to take the Fifth, and and then they had then they, which means you don't talk, and then they have the uh, the choice of either charging you as well or giving you immunity or you know you go in there and see, look who, we don't know what mark meadows said he may have went in there and tried to cover for trump so just because he went in and did, i've had guys who get subpoenas and they go in there and the prosecutors are all pissed
0: off because they didn't say no no, no but no we, we know trump but but i guess we already know and i don't know how we know it if at least, i don't know but we know that mark meadows did not did not uh try to help donald trump he tried to hurt him but uh, regardless, uh, it, like, yes, one of those charges does speak to a, a Trump going to somebody and saying, basically, lie about this and that. You think is one of the more serious ones?
1: Yeah, and I mean, and if it's and if it's if it is someone like Mark Meadows or a Secret Service agent, someone who's got real cred- credibility, unlike maybe some guy who you know, is a worker at Mar-a-Lago and you know Trump pissed him off, so now he's going to try to get back to Trump. But if it's someone with real credibility, then yeah, Donald Trump called me into his office and said. They're looking for these documents i don't want to give them to them could you you know i want you to put them in the golf cart and you know hide them somewhere i mean we don't you know we don't know what's coming but this all comes down to and i we spoke about this yesterday how much trouble donald trump is in depends on which judge he draws because they're, they're just like on the supreme court of the united states of america You know okay that justice thomas is in one direction and justice kagan is another direction it's the same thing on the federal bench where you i could tell you this when anthony weiner pled guilty we did not know which judge he was going to pull and he said to me am i going to go to jail or not i said i don't know as soon as they pulled denise coat as his judge i said anthony you're definitely going to jail she sends Mm -hmm. everybody to jail there are other judges who don't who you know who lean in the direction of giving someone a second chance obviously this is going to be an internationally watched case they're going to watch this case from mars so that whatever judge is handling this is and, and what judges try to do sid is have fairness in sentencing so they'll look at what other people have gotten sentenced to and try to compare and contrast they don't can't do that here there's nothing to compare and contrast it to first president ever and uh you know we so they're going to have to see what were the documents and what was – a judge is going to want to know the motivation, even though they don't have to, to prove it. Was it just because he wanted to have important things around him and give it to his grandkid, or was it because he had some deal with Iraq or Iran or somebody else? So there's a lot of unknowns here, but obviously, look, Donald Trump and his team could play it off as much as they want to sit any time. You get indicted by the feds. It's a horrible No, I know. Listen, life.
0: I had this conversation with uh, Joe Tacopina, who joined me at 840 this morning last night. The poor guy is uh, sitting at a hockey game, the Panthers game, because his son works for Vinny Viola and the Panther organization. He couldn't even enjoy the game because he's getting text messages. He was nauseous. And he said the same thing. Federal, much bigger difference. And that's why, while these liberal DAs and AGs in New York make a difference, in a state case, uh, city case like Alvin Bragg, in Miami, it ain't going to matter. These are federal judges. So even though Miami tends to be more popular in terms of people who love Donald Trump than New York, in this case, it doesn't matter. These are federal judges, and we just don't know. Well, the flip side of it, though, is if Donald Trump does what, what
1: Takapina just did here and says, screw this, they're offering me this crazy plea offer where a judge almost has to give me jail, I'm going to trial. All he needs is one to screw up the whole system, one juror, and you know he's in a he is in a jurisdiction that is much uh, (laughs) much friendlier than Washington D.C. to be able to find that one juror to say, okay, you know what, I am going to go, you know, I don't believe this. I think this is a pylon. It's called jury nullification. Even though they prove their case, they think that uh, it's been so corrupt that justice dictates he should not be convicted. So he is in a good jurisdiction. And by the way, they had no choice. It's not like the feds chose to go there. That's where the crimes were committed, and that's where he has to... That's where he has to uh, uh, be charged. Right. I am getting called into Rosanna Scotto's studio right now here at Fox Five. They want me on at the top of the seven. Right. I'm sorry, Sidney. I, I, I gave No, you no, it. no. You go. You go
0: in there, and uh, Rosanna mentions me all the time. You know that on air, she loves me. And you say, I just talked about this with Sid Rosenberg on WABC, and she'll give you the biggest smile you ever saw.
1: Okay, and one last thing. I want to compliment you one more time. I'm not blowing smoke, but good for you for calling out Chuck Todd about his replacement and who that person is and and how that all came about.
0: Uh, Thank you. It has been a long line of white men, and networks don't like that stuff anymore. You are uh, great. I love you. Have a good time on Channel 5, and as always, excellent appearance, Arthur. Thank you.
1: Alright,
0: so talk to you soon. That's my man, the great defense attorney, Arthur Idala, wraps up quite a Hour number one, six o'clock hour, you got Chuck Todd and Arthur Idala.
1: or email them at info at
0: gabolaw.com. That's G-A-B-O-Law.com. Gabo Law, where winning is no accident.